we got to talk about this rumor. <laughs> Marcus Stroman has told the Yankees he would like to wear pinstripes. Now, there is a whole bunch of history here, Stacy. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. With me as always is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, it's monday right yeah it's monday happy monday yeah yeah something like that <laughs> something like that hey what's up everybody thanks for clicking on the show here today we got a, a little bit of juiciness over the weekend here when it comes to yankees rumors and actual news that's coming up later on in the show here on today's episode of course the yankees have finalized their coaching staff they have hired their last coach Everything is rounded out. We know what the staff will look like in 2024, so we're going to talk about that later on. But the majority of this show, the first two segments, Stacey, we got to talk about this rumor. <laughs> Marcus Stroman. Yes, that Marcus Stroman has told the Yankees he would like to wear pinstripes. Now, there is a whole bunch of history here, Stacey. This report is coming is coming from Bob Nightingale. Uh, as everything, as always, we will link everything you need to know in the episode description. All our sources, everything is in the episode description. So click further if you want to read that, including all the tweets we're going to go over here today. <laughs> Stacy, this is what the report from Bob Nightingale over the weekend said. Uh, quote, free agent starter Marcus Stroman has informed the Yankees he's seriously interested in signing with them but the Yankees have declined to make an offer. That is all we know, period. Mm -hmm. Nothing else. We have not heard anything from the Yankees, not haven't heard anything other than those words. Stacy. I mean, we're going to get into the history here, but your initial thoughts on this. Uh, it is, it, for those who are out of the know, there obviously is a lot of history when it comes to Stroman and the Yankees, but uh, just your initial thoughts. I missed the whole hullabaloo over the weekend because I was taking a break from Twitter and then I go back to Twitter and I'm looking and I'm seeing Stroman trending and I'm thinking, oh, you know, maybe someone signed him or whatever. And then I saw why he was trending and thought, <laughs> really? I feel like uh, Steve, uh, what's his name from? Um, I think you should leave. Really? Oh, really? Like, that's how I feel from this yeah. rumor that it's like, what? No, it's, really? a, it's an interesting <laughs> turn of events. Yeah, it is, it is uh, a bit of a turn. And OK, so let's get into why that would be like so, David Price coming out and saying he wanted to be a Yankee because he was famously like, I'm never signing with the Yankees, blah, blah, blah. Or, so, or Vlad Guerrero Jr. <laughs> yes. Like him coming out and saying, oh, no, yeah. I want to sign with the Yankees. Yeah, it's basically yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's get into the history here for those out of the know or if you need a refresher. Yeah. So Marcus Stroman. Uh has has been vocal on Twitter, has uh, has talked about the Yankees. He's very vocal in period, right? If you don't know who Marcus Stroman is, right-handed pitcher. He's bounced around his career. He's a former Toronto Blue Jay, New York Met, uh, most recently a Chicago Cub, uh, and uh, is now a current free agent because he opted out after last season with Chicago. And he's like a, a, a mid-rotation 
pool right right now. Uh, there's a chance that he could be a higher rotation guy when it comes to this free agent market, but that's besides the point. He's tweeted about the Yankees on numerous occasions and kind of all this Stacy started in 2019, right? His history with the Yankees. And it all started with, I couldn't go another week every day is Brian Cashman <laughs> talking about Marcus Stroman. The Yankees were looking for pitching help during the 2019 MLB trade deadline. And Brian Cashman said, quote, we were interested in Stroman, but we didn't think he would be a difference maker. Cashman said, we felt he would be in our bullpen in the postseason. Stacey, that was kind of odd and out yeah. of left field, considering yeah. the state of the Yankees rotation at the time. Didn't really make much sense why Stroman would not, if he had been added, been in consideration for postseason starts. Now, given the history with the Jordan Montgomery stuff and all this, we know that maybe they're not the best judgment uh, <laughs> in the best judgment when it comes to postseason pitching there. You got to remember, too, this is a Garrett Coleless starting rotation at the time as well. Yeah. This is a end of career CC Sabathia. This is an aging J.A. Happ. This is a, a, a pretty darn good James Paxton. But they needed help, right? Oh, yeah. Um, this was an interesting deadline. They didn't end up getting help. Obviously, we know how the 2019 trade deadline ended up, or not the, the 2019 season ended up ending, right? Very, very heartbreaking 2019 postseason. Of course, Strowman went on to Twitter and was talking about this and uh, tweeted out a graphic of his stats versus Yankees starter stats in which all the stats he had chosen, he was better than all the Yankees starters that season. Uh, that didn't end. He got into a Twitter spat in 2021 as well with a couple of fans, which is not uncommon. The fans, uh, a, a fan had tweeted a, a photoshopped image of him in Yankee pinstripes while he was a free agent in 2021. And then he got into a whole argument. Uh, these are some of the quotes that he had tweeted back in November of 2021. You're mad because that crazy payroll continues to let you down year after year. Get off my page and go communicate with the front office. Bitter boy, LMAO. Clown emoji, laughing emoji. And then someone else was talking about the Mets. And he said, the Yankees haven't won a World Series since 2009. They routinely spend more than any other team and acquire the biggest names at every trade deadline. The way they spend... And players they get should result in much more success, and they've had uh, than they've had. Don't you agree? Um, again, everything we're talking about here is linked in the episode description. Stacy, you were a part of all this era. You were covering the team at this time. I was not covering the team at the time, um, but I remember this all happening. This was a big deal at the time. He has really gotten the fans to turn, like on the Yankee side, like Yankees fans. Just look at any tweet about Marcus Stroman right now, and everyone is ripping him, especially when it comes to this. He wants to pitch here, and the Yankees apparently aren't interested. Your thoughts on all of this now? I want you to go ahead and get into it because you've been following this whole saga. I wanted him back then. I was like, oh, that would be a really good addition to the team. I thought it would be great, you know, because he wouldn't be expected to be the ace on the team. He would just be like an added weapon in the pitching staff. And I really wanted him to come over here. And then Cashman said what he said. And I just thought, Oh boy. Okay. So <laughs> and I'm like, well, he's never going to want to come here now. Great. Okay. Good job. And you know, I saw the fighting because he, he tends to get into a lot of fights on Twitter, not with just, not just with Yankee fans, but fans altogether. He just hasn't, <laughs> he just likes to get into fights. And uh, the 2021 thing, 
kind of annoys me just a little bit because it just shows you how hard it is to win every year. Like, you know what I mean? We haven't had a repeat champion since when? Children? Yankees. That was the last time it happened, over 20 years ago. You know, teams don't routinely get back to the playoffs year after year after year. The closest we got, Houston. Um, so that kind of annoyed me with him. But he was I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he had the Cashman thing in the back of his mind. And that's probably why he was going off in 2021. And I don't blame him for that because Cashman, we've spoken about it, tends to open his mouth when he shouldn't or says things that you shouldn't say out loud, out loud. Like he shouldn't have said. He could have said something else like, oh, we're not looking for this or something like that. Don't say we don't think he's a difference maker because he's going to carry that around for the rest of his life. But surprisingly enough, this weekend, he's like, no, I want to play for the Yankees. Okay. Did he forget? <laughs> or did he realize... I don't know. Maybe I want to help the Yankees out. Like, I don't understand where this is coming from. Did we hear from him or is this just something that Nightingale said? So interestingly enough, last time he was a free agent, he was very vocal during the entire process of that offseason. He was talking about a lot. He was engaging with fans. Fans were pitching it to him and he was like responding to them and be like, yeah, no, that would be cool. Yeah, no, I am interested in going to that team. That's how we we're getting a lot of information. This offseason, this time through free agency, Marcus Stroman hasn't tweeted like at all. Like he has mm. disappeared. He's fallen off the face of the earth. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not checking Twitter regularly these days anymore um, like I was back then. But I went back and looked and he is just not tweeting this offseason. Most of his tweets were back from July. Um, mm. I still follow him on Instagram. So I see him occasional work, occasionally working out. He works out at Pepperdine, which is out here on the West Coast a lot. But yeah, that's it's it is it is a different offseason for him. It has been way less vocal. So this report is coming from Nightingale. I have not seen him in particular talk about the Yankees online. I could be wrong. Please link in the episode uh, comments here on YouTube if you have seen something, but I haven't seen something like that. So it's been a much different offseason uh, by comparison to the last time he was a free agent. Wonder if someone spoke to him and <laughs> said. Maybe you should calm down a little bit. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've seen him take breaks and stuff like that in the past. Again, mm -hmm. he's been very vocal online, as we all know. It's you know not news to anybody here. But it, it's, it is intriguing. It is um, with only getting that report, report, it's odd. to Like, there's not much else we have to go off of. We just have to take Bob Nightingale's word for it, which, for the most part, I trust. Doesn't but, it feel like uh, it's happening it's a lot, though, this winter, where we're getting reports like this, but we're not hearing from the people that the reports are about. Like, I feel like sure. this is happening a lot this off season and I don't know why it's just very strange to me, but it's been a weird off season uh, journalistically. <laughs> yes. We've been talking about that here recently, just how odd it's all been. And, and <laughs> no, maybe I shouldn't say odd, how incorrect the report. <laughs> yeah. They've been wrong. They have been wrong. And most I'm looking at the show. Hey stuff, obviously that mm -hmm. was completely wrong. All the reporting on that. I'm just going to say it was terrible, terrible Awful. reporting. Awful. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, we're going to keep talking about this here in just a second. Don't forget to leave your questions for fan mail Friday. Reply to the pin comment here on the YouTube side, or of course you can join the lockdown Yankees insiders club. The episode description has all the information there. There's a 14 day free trial. You get a whole bunch of perks. You can text Stacy. You can text me, text us about the Stroman stuff for sure. I'm very curious what our insiders have to say about all of this and keep it clean, but I do want to check it out. Uh, you should check it out. Episode description, find the link 14 day free trial. All right. We wanted to get into uh, some of my thoughts here on just Marcus Stroman as a whole. And, of course, we did also want to take this seriously. If the Yankees were to offer a contract, where would Marcus Stroman fit 
on this roster because that is something we have not dove into because we haven't seriously considered it until now. That's next. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live, same-game parlays. You can even find bets in the brand-new Explore tab. Now, the Giants and Jets won't be in the playoffs, but there are plenty of teams that you can bet on coming up in the next few weeks i guess is when everything's happening and if you're looking for baseball already the yankees 2024 world series odds are plus 850 they're favored to win the al at plus 450 so visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup fanduel official partner of the nfl Back here on Locked On Yankees. Hey, everydayers out there. Don't forget, we are Monday, Wednesday, Friday right now. So three times a week. Of course, the breaking news on our YouTube side, if it ever happens. But you can always check out the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming YouTube channel if you're looking for more Locked On shows with top stories. We're talking about the NFL here just a second ago. So, of course, there are all the NFL shows. The basketball shows are on there as well. Top stories every day, 24-7 streaming YouTube channel called Locked On Sports Today. Look it up. You'll like it. Okay, Stacey, we want to talk more about this Marcus Stroman stuff. Uh, we wanted to get into, is this a mistake? The Yankees are not seemingly interested in Marcus Stroman. Is that a bad move? Should they be considering this more? Are they making a mistake by not considering? It? Let's get into that part, Stacey. Of course, every conversation this offseason when it comes to free agents starts with the MLB trade rumors projections because they kill it when it comes to these they were, they've been unreal in the past, and they've been killing it this year, man, crushing <laughs> it. So their prediction for Marcus Stroman here this offseason was a two-year, $44 million contract uh, with whatever team. Stroman has signed these shorter contracts, right? He includes a lot of opt-outs, which he opted out after one year with the Cubs. He had mm -hmm. two years still potentially on that contract. He opted out after a pretty good year with a team that just kind of fell apart in September, but had a pretty darn good season. So yeah. kind of, it was kind of confusing that Stroman opted out. Maybe he saw how this market was and he's like, maybe I can get a little more. Weirdly enough, this would be less than what he would have gotten with the Cubs this season. He was hmm. uh, supposed to make 25 million here in 2024. He opted out. Um, he has been, again, a middle of the rotation guy. Uh, has occasionally been kind of the front end starter for a couple of clubs. Obviously, like I said, he's been with the Mets. He's been with the Blue Jays, been with the Cubs. Last season, Stacy, when it comes to the Yankees and where it fits, again, that's what we wanted to get into a little bit. He was the fourth best ground ball pitcher in 2023 hmm. fourth best and of course we know we at yankee stadium we know about how the yankees uh form their pens form their rotations sounds great to have the fourth best ground ball pitcher in baseball in your club especially if he's interested again we got into why some of that gets a little hairy hmm. but just by how the yankees have operated this offseason when it comes to the pitching front especially the starter front they have been singing the praises that they want an impact arm, right? They want the big arm, which they've 
we've seen the rumors about Snell. They obviously went hard at Yamamoto and failed. They're not uh, in on Shoto Imanaga anymore. So they're running out of big impact arms, right? Because yeah. there weren't a lot, as we've talked about a lot. Um, when it comes to Stroman's history at Yankee Stadium, it has not fared well, Stacy. 11 starts in his career at Yankee Stadium, a career 606 ERA in the Bronx, 52 innings of work. He's given up eight home runs in those 52 innings. That's the second most home runs he's allowed in a ballpark that was not his own, i.e., uh, I almost said Shea, City Field, <laughs> uh, Rogers Center, or Wrigley, because, you know, that's where he's pitching in the, all, for the most part. But uh, yeah, the the only ballpark he's given up more home runs at is interestingly the tr- the Trop, nine mm. home runs uh, at the Trop in his career. So of course, eight homers at Yankee Stadium and eleven starts. Interesting, interesting. Um, given the the good side, right? The ground ball stuff. That's good. That's very mm-hmm. good. And he's a good middle of the rotation arm. There's no denying yeah. he's done that for years, and he's been good at it. He's not the best pitcher in baseball. Clearly, he's already on the Yankees. But <laughs> when it comes to Stroman Stace, like it, it, this is a phrase that everydayers may have heard me say before. Is the juice worth the squeeze here? Hmm. You're getting some upside. The Yankees need pitching. If it comes down to Marcus Stroman versus Clayton Beater, right? Yeah. On your opening day roster, clearly Stroman baseball wise is better. Duh. That's how it works. But Again, Stacey, I'm going to ask you the question. Is the juice worth the squeeze here? Should the Yankees seriously consider offering a contract to him? I don't think so. It should have, they should have made the move with him five years ago, almost five years ago now in 2019. I feel like that was the time to do it. I feel like it's too late now. I mean, as you said, it's not like they're signing him to be the ace. They're not even signing him to be the two or maybe even the three. He might even be slotted in as the four, depending on how the rotation works out. So, um, I mean, it wouldn't be a terrible thing if they did, but I don't think he's worth what he's probably going to get. Because as you said, the market's crazy. And, you know, two years of 44 doesn't seem completely crazy for him to get. So I don't think the Yankees would want to do that for someone who might be their number four. Fair. Um, When it comes to the history there, are you Mm -hmm. looking past that? Do you care about tweets? Is it, is it just fodder? Is it just fuel to the fire? Like, does it really matter? Like what, what he said about, about the Yankees in the past? No, because um, as I said, Cashman shouldn't have said what he said about him. He could have said that in a completely different way and not made it, that that was a personal that was a personal insult to him you know like that's how Strowman took it so I get why he felt that way and I feel like Yankee fans um should realize that I know they won't but they should realize that and um it's a business it's a business and if he thinks that maybe things will be better for him if he's on the Yankees he realizes that and this is why he wants to come over here so yeah obviously he's from the area he he's you know, he already tried it in Queens. Why not try it in the Bronx? Yeah. <laughs> seemingly changing his tune here, right? Mm-hmm. Like again, the, from this report from Bob Nightingale, which is as always linked in the episode description. If you want to read more on it, there's not much more to read. We read you it. Uh, yeah. That's really it. That's all we know. Uh, Stacey, you mentioned that he might slot in at the four. I was going to ask you that right now. Let's, let's 
play in the world that Strowman is on the Yankees. I have him going, uh, or have the Yankees going, Cole, Rodon, and then this is where the question mark is. Is it right. Nestor Strowman or Strowman Nestor with Schmidt at the five? Where would you put him? I mean, I, I guess let's it say depends. everyone's healthy. Let's say with say everyone had a regular spring. Nestor's feeling fine. He's not having his uh, his fatigue stuff. The shoulder stuff is gone. He's just pitching normal. They're fairly close. I might put him at the three. Yeah, I was thinking that now in my head. Yeah. Um, because you're especially considering that there is more track record for Strowman mm-hmm. in the majors. Again, we're just talking baseball, dude. Like we're I don't want to Yeah, we, let's we've, not... we've dove into the the Twitter stuff. Like yeah. we're moving past that. Yeah. Um, but when it comes just to baseball, yeah, it's probably Strowman Cortez. Now like I, I put Cortez Strowman, but now that I'm thinking about it, I think it might be the other way around. Um, just especially given how 2023 went for Nestor giving him a little less might not be the worst thing in the world. Giving him a little less pressure might not be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. But again, this shifts out beater. This pushes beater back to triple a, which is clearly what the Yankees need to do. Beater is not ready to be the five right now. He just is not. Um, when it comes to his stuff, Stace, I think Stroman, if he were to be a Yankee would probably ditch his fastball, <clears throat> his <throat> fastball, which he doesn't use a ton um, is a fly ball machine. Like yeah, it's, and- last year was like 79% fly balls, which oh I think he would just completely ditch stick with the sinker. And I think he would start throwing his splitter a little bit more, uh, which we have talked about on numerous occasions that the Yankees just don't have a really, really good splitter. It would be nice to add that um, into the starting rotation. Not Stroman's, since Tanaka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stroman has a pretty decent uh, splitter. It's something that he induces a lot of ground balls with, which we've talked about at length uh, just in general. So I think that would be probably the plan if he were to join the Yankees, ditch the fastball entirely, go with the splitter more. Um, he's fastball, curveball mostly. He gets ground balls like crazy. Obviously, we know about the energy he brings, whether you like it or not. That is part of his game. Um, but yeah, I... I is it a mistake that the Yankees aren't even considering it, Stacey? Like you said that they they sh- probably shouldn't go for it. There are better options right now on the market, clearly, mm. that are also going to cost more. There's mm-hmm. risk involved with pretty much everybody at this point. Yeah. But is is it a mistake that the Yankees seemingly, with nothing else reporting, kind of just going, eh? I don't know. I feel like... It- like I said, I feel like it should have happened years ago, and I don't want this to be the typical Yankees getting a guy past the point where they should have gotten him because they've done that so many times in the past with other players. A lot on the hitting side, but I feel like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I kind of like the idea in a way, but it kind of scares me. And I feel like the fans, you know, if he starts pitching well, they're not going to care. No, like after, no. after like one, it's it's always the same thing. They turn mid inning. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like they're they're not going to care, you know, if he's striking if, people out. <laughs> I had a thought earlier today while I was, you know, getting ready for the show today, and I'll leave it with at this. Ron Artest came to the Lakers, <laughs> and that was on paper the worst decision you could have ever made in Los Angeles. He's wearing a Lakers championship ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was not supposed to work out at all there at all period the kobe Artest stuff was legit and stroman yankees is probably less legit than Artest and kobe mm-hmm. it worked there 
this could be a nice redemption arc. Is yeah. it worth the squeeze? Is right. the juice worth the squeeze? That's to be seen. I think it's a mistake to not consider it. Yeah. Which, to be fair, we don't know if they aren't considering it. We right. just we know they know haven't offered about, a contract. Yeah. We, we don't know anything about this. We don't really. know anything about this. All we know is Nightingale's report, period. That's all we know. Yeah. But they should consider it, given the market. They need to look into all possibilities. Yeah, like talk to him. What's the big deal in talking to him and seeing? And dissecting the numbers yeah. and dissecting his repertoire and what he wants. Yeah. It doesn't hurt to ask. You mm -hmm. can always say no. And that's where I land with it. Let us know in the comment section. Again, keep them respectful uh, on our YouTube side. We're very curious where you guys land on this Stroman stuff. Okay. Uh, we're running super past time. We're going to step <laughs> aside. When we come back, uh, the coaching staff is finalized. Let's talk about that next. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if my mother, who just turned 77, got sick while a supply chain issue kept her from life-saving medication that she needed. Thankfully, we'll all be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others, and this could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physical encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at the fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer Locked On to get $20 off your offer. Back here on Lockdown Yankees, Stacy, the Yankees have made their coaching staff final as of this recording. It's about 8 o'clock on Sunday Eastern time. They have not announced this move, but it has been put into the world. Uh, again, it is linked in the episode description alongside everything else. But the Yankees uh, are seemingly hiring Pat Rossler as their second assistant hitting coach. Um, that means Stacy that the, again, the entire coaching staff has been finalized. We'll get to that here in just a second. So it's going to be James Rousen, Casey Dykes and Pat Rossler, meaning that Brad Wilkerson is out. That is coming from NJ.com. It was reported earlier in the off season that Wilkerson could return after one season as one of the assistant hitting coaches with the Yankees last year. Of course, uh, the only one returning now is Casey Dykes from the hitting side. He has been there through thick and thin now at this point through multiple uh, head coach or uh, pardon me, uh, I guess, head assistant, head hitting coaches. That's what I'm <laughs> looking for. Uh, but that's where we're at, Stacy. Pat Rossler was the Mets hitting coach in 2018 and their assistant hitting coach from 15 to 17. He's also been the Nationals hitting uh, assistant hitting coach from 2020 to 2023, which, of course, means he has worked with Juan Soto in the past for a few years, uh, three seasons there. Uh, with uh, with Juan Soto 2021 and then partial of 22 before he moved on to the Padres. Uh, he has also worked in the Yankee system for a long time, 2005 to 2014, in a variety of roles throughout the system, in the minors a lot. He's managed. He was like managed like Charleston and things like that. Again, he joins James Rousen and Casey Dykes with Brad Wilkerson out. Stacy, that means the entire coaching staff is finalized. Here is what it looks like here at this point. 
Aaron Boone is a manager. Don't forget, Brad Osmus is the bench coach. He was hired here in the last month and a half or so. Travis Chapman returns as the first base coach. The third base coach returning is Luis Rojas. Of course, Matt Blake is back as the pitching coach. The assistant pitching coach back is Desi Dreschel. Mike Harkey is still the bullpen coach. And then we mentioned the hitting side, James Rousen with Casey Dykes and Pat Rossler. Stacy, looking at this coaching staff again, majority returning some changes here, switching to a different bureau on side for both sides. A lot of bureau swapping here in 2024. <laughs> uh, but your reaction here to this, uh, this new staff. I just think it's funny that there's so many assistants now because we were joking before the show. I had no idea that the first base coach was Travis Chapman. Been here for I didn't know. I, I know. And he's been there for a few years. And and if you've been watching the show since the beginning, I've been on this show since 2018 and I should know who the first base coach is, but for some reason I didn't. So I, I don't know, but I just think it's so funny that we have to get all these names straight and they're <laughs> assistant pitching coach two assistant hitting coaches. It's like, <laughs> do we really need that many people? Apparently, apparently baseball teams need that many people, but yeah. nice. This is done. Something's done. Now they just yeah. need, you know, more pitchers on staff and maybe yeah. one more hitter, but I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt they're going to go after another arm, another bat. No. Um, Pat Rossler. <clears throat> cool. Great. Um, yeah. Again, he's been an assistant side for the last couple of years. I don't think this is a 4D chess move to convince Juan Soto to stick around. I don't, I, don't, I wouldn't look that deep into it, bro. Take your tinfoil hat off. Yeah. We've talked about James Rousen. I really like James Rousen. I really like that hiring. I think that's a really, really smart approach. Um, you can just search Locked on Yankees James Rousen on YouTube and you'll find our whole episode uh, dedicated to him. Uh, or at least it was a whole segment. I know at least at least one segment dedicated to him. But I really like that hiring. Um, I, I'm not huge on the Brad Osmus hiring. Obviously, I've, I've talked about that in the past as well. Um, not that I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a terrible move and the whole season is over. No, but I wasn't like, Oh my gosh, this is great. Yeah. It was real. it was kind of like <laughs> what? That was another <laughs> Yeah. Kind of a head scratcher. Perplexing move, yeah. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. But yeah, I I, I don't hate this coaching staff. Obviously, I love Matt Blake. Um I loved what the pitching side has done the last couple of years. Um, Blake and Breen injury attorneys, as I've been coining them, I uh, <laughs> really like them. Obviously, I, I like what they do out of the pen. I like what they do on the starting side. They got through last season with pretty much a skeleton crew that they could put together. So they did a great job with that. Um, and we'll see how this pitching, or this hitting side goes. Yeah. You know, again, I, I, I have high hopes for this coaching staff. I know a lot of people are going to hear that and go, but Aaron Boone. Yeah, well deal with it he's the manager deal with it like we're not <laughs> going to complain anymore like we're not going to do that here uh until there's something to complain about so i mean i'll try let us know yeah <laughs> we'll try I'll, <laughs> I'll have to keep stacy in check here uh let us know how you're feeling about this uh coaching staff of course um but stacy coming up on wednesday what do we got on the show Ooh, this is gonna be a good one what are we worried about heading into 2024 i'm yeah. worried about a lot i don't know about you <laughs> yeah a lot of a lot of what ifs uh, mm -hmm. heading into 2024. A lot of question marks heading into 2024. So we're going to be talking about that on Wednesday. The Locked On Yankees Inside Insiders Club in the episode description. Check it out. 14 day free trial. You can text us about what you're worried about and everything else that we talked about here today. And that's going to do it for today's Locked On Yankees. I'm Steve Bernard. and I'm Stacy Gatsoulias. We will see you on Wednesday. <laughs>